Talk to us a little bit about why. Yes. Why should I do video in the first place? We should do video because it used to be a very small portion of our marketing plans years ago. And we didn't have the ability to this, this phone right here and, and, and phones even two to three years older than this phone are better than the camera that was used to film oh, Star Wars. Okay. So there's no excuses when it comes to equipment and the world advertisements, social media, all these things require video. It's not something that you can choose to do anymore. Just saying that I don't do video is going to be like people that said they didn't use the telephone years ago. And you say, oh, I don't right. do video. Like, what does that even mean? It's just that this is a necessity in your business to be able to uh, create the, the most potent form of sales that there's ever been is face to face. Nothing can mimic that and on scale than video. Nothing is out there that can create a psychological proximity instead of physical proximity other than video. Yep. It's, just a, it's just a necessity to get your message out on a large scale. So what you're kind of saying All right, welcome to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell, always here with our amazing co-host, Mr. John Jones, and we have a very special guest with us today. Hey, thank you. Mr. Ryan Owens. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm super excited about this episode. Dude, today. thanks for thanks being for here. Joining us. Yes. Thanks for being here. Super so, uh, you know, I've known Ryan for a little while and he's done a number of things. We're going to let him get into that in a little bit. But one of the things you're going to take away from the time that we spend together is this guy is very passionate. <laughs> so I think you're going to see a little bit of that come out. But man, Ryan, tell us a little so. bit, dude. What, tell us a little bit about your background, kind of what you're doing now. Well, it starts off in Ohio up in the Midwest and uh, a little a guy with a dream and uh, dreaming, <laughs> dreaming of uh, sunshine and beaches down here in Florida. So I left years ago, about six years ago to come down here to Florida and uh, create a new life. I literally packed up four bags. I was working for a uh, car dealership, was even in the service industry. You know, I was doing the commercials, the Saturday morning run throughs, and I just got kind of uh, I had had enough of Ohio. I was ready to come down here. So I moved here six years ago and um, didn't have a girlfriend, didn't have a job at the time. I wow. actually, uh, I, I love to tell you why I got into the mortgage industry. Oh, I can't wait. It was due to traffic. I want to, I want to know how you picked, <laughs> how, how did you pick Tampa? Did, had you been here before? You know what? I was actually seeking after working for a guy named Grant Cardone down in Miami. Yeah. I actually sent in a video to him and got chosen to be on a season two. He had kind of a reality show type interview. Yeah. Okay. And I got chosen to come down there and I have a friend in Tampa and I got convinced that I needed to reroute. And I kind of had an intuition that Tampa was just the place for me. I didn't feel like Miami was the so you're like on your Miami way down would have been a big change yeah for the Grant Cardone thing and you're yep. like and you ended up not going I ended up not going boom I, here I, we are in I decided I just had this calling because I got into meditation I was distilling down a little bit I was trying you to pay attention to the 75 I know I was trying to I was trying to make it better than what it was make it more but uh make it more spiritual here but yeah I, I just felt like Tampa was the place to be and I had an open house I actually was on a futon uh, they had a very tough uh, metal bar in it. I about got scoliosis by moving into this home, but wow. they opened up their home to me, lifelong friend, and it just wow, seemed like great, a place man. to awesome. start a new family. So I came down here, literally had a network of zero, except for the family that I was with. And uh, that's where video comes into play with this whole thing. Um, going from zero network to you know being known and knowing thousands of people down here in the Tampa Bay, Florida area. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk more about that. And I want the same for everybody who's watching this video. So today. you've been doing video for a while. Long I've been doing video you get into the mortgage business since fifth long, grade. Right. That's okay. 
fifth grade, even when I had my grandfather's, you know, sit on the shoulder, big VHS tape uh, that I was making science projects hey, for there. for class. <laughs> I still have one of those. Hey, <laughs> shout out Grandpa hey, Jackson. Upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Upgrade, bro. Yeah, yeah. Go. Upgrade, bro. You got to. We got great things now. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing it since fifth grade, was the class videographer, and then getting into the sales industry, I started making little, uh, you know, videos of people popping out of the trunks when I sold them cars and stuff, and the sales <laughs> manager there had this, uh, he had this saying, get in here, he had this little <laughs> twang, and he, that was his thing, get in here. So, I started making my own little commercials and whatnot, kind of emulating him. He had a r large presence in the neighborhood, in the area, okay. bringing people in, so he was kind of my first... Um, uh, a realization that video could be used for you know growing businesses okay, exponentially sure. and you were selling cars yeah i was selling cars i did uh, he actually i sold zero cars my first month being in the business uh i was i was there on the lot getting getting beat by everybody all, all the guys uh were, were getting out there ahead of me and the second month i had actually got to the about the 14th of the month i had not sold a car again i was not a good car salesman at the time i was finding my legs <laughs> so my sales manager the same guy get in here guy he, he, he pulls me into the uh the, where we have our saturday morning meetings He's like Ryan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how to how you can do. I know you can do this. Here are a couple things. He just gave me a few tips, showed me that he believed in Love me, it. and from that moment I set a record. From the 15th to the, I think it was the 31st or 30th or 31st, I sold 15 cars. I was selling a car every day. Wow, awesome. Set, you, a, set a record. So just having the right people in your ear, the right encouragement, you know, you can make it happen. And I did. Boom. It was fun. Boom. Congratulations. Yeah. So thank you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you down a little bit of a path here. Please so, do. Um, tell tell yeah. us. I'm going to go a little bit forward and then come backward. Okay. Tell us a little bit. What are you doing right now? So what I'm doing right now is uh, I'm the president of marketing and media for my title company. I've been with my title company about three years now. Cool. And my job is really to do what, 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 what most marketers would do, and that's to shine a light on the business. I'm in there to create relationships and then foster those relationships, bring value to those relationships. Uh, and, and of course, my team does their job of creating an awesome service and getting us to closing smoothly. But my job is to create relationships. So that's what I've been doing the last three years and even before now with my company. That's the essence nice. of what I'm doing. All right, cool. Yeah. So now I'm going to back you up. Yes, back up. I got to hear the story. You said this is a story about how you got in the mortgage business. Oh, now, yeah. This yeah. always sounds good. So I've got, <laughs> I got to hear this. So when I came down here again, I had I had diverted from the Grant Cardone thing, and I'm, I'm I've been in the car business. So I get this job interview on 19 in Clearwater at this, I believe it was a Hyundai dealership. So I go in there, and they're going to start their first internet department. So you know I'm tech savvy. I understand the car business. I'm going to start this thing up. Where I come from in Ohio, 23 miles is about 23 minutes. Right. Okay. <laughs> when you're driving. So when I get down here, by the way, I'm starting from scratch. I've got a truck. Two door, uh, two two seater Ford Ranger, no AC. I'm dripping sweat. I'm going downtown, seeing these guys in full suits. Like, how do they do it? So yes. I have to go to this dealership, and they they want me to join. But I realized that it's an hour and a half to just drive there, and an hour and a half back coming from Mango, Florida. If anybody's yeah. familiar with that, that's right across I, from the I, fairgrounds I, there. I live in Valrico. Okay, okay, so. I was like, you know what? In this little truck, all this heat, three hours of driving a day, this just ain't going to happen. I need to figure something else out. And as it happens, the universe sent me in something. My, my, a friend from high school called me. He said, Ryan, I know you're a good salesman. I know that you're really ambitious. If you want to succeed here in Tampa, I know a guy for you. And he's in the mortgage business. Uh, his name was Ryan also. Okay. So I got a hold of Ryan. I diverted from this, this, this thing here. And uh, I went to an interview in not too far from here over on Kennedy okay. and uh, he's like 
we want you. You know, they're just coming out of wholesale. They just been through the refi boom. Yep. Not, and this is early 2015. So he's like, they need to create relationships with realtor, purchase, yeah, purchase, partner, re, yeah. re, realtor partners. And so uh, they wanted me to join. And uh, in the meantime, I was working at a smoky bar in Valrico called Raccoon's Bar and Grill. You've got to be kidding no, me. No, I was pouring the heaviest <laughs> drinks. Why have I not heard this story before? I'm in the smokiest bar in Valrico. <laughs> 4 a.m. It is a hole in the wall. I'm telling you. And, uh, you know, I had my girlfriend at that time and I'm getting home at like 4 a.m. So, uh, I'm using that money to get my money up for my mortgage test. Okay. That, that was the whole plan. So then I, I take my test, I'm studying at the girlfriend's house. And then I literally am in the mortgage business because traffic was bad. And I had a friend call me and said, Hey, you need to get into the mortgage business. I got a guy for you. And I took that opportunity and had that interview. So wow. that's where it all started, man. That's a great story. Thank you. That's a great story. <laughs> it's worked out so far. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, you know, your life, your life and passions take you some in some different places. They and sure do. It, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're um, you know in a role now that you've been in for quite some time, and yeah, uh, I'm assuming you guys are having huge success over there at Milestone. We we have. We had this last March. We had uh, one of our, our largest month on record, and it's it's been going really well. Uh, we have some great partnerships. That's really what makes the difference there. All right, cool. Yeah. So I want to. We're going to change the script, or we're going to get Let's into the script, so to speak. So we brought Ryan in um, specifically to talk to us about video marketing, yes. right? And so um, you're going to. What's going to come out is it is his favorite subject. We have a huge passion. <laughs> and Ryan, here's the thing: like, you know, the way the podcast is obviously loan officer and realtor facing, but John and I yes. feel that we get into a lot of conversations here that it doesn't matter what kind of sales that you're in you're going to find something jumping out of the trunk. And I think that this is one of those things, right? And for whatever (laughs) reason, salespeople are afraid of all of these cameras that are in front of us right now. (laughs) They are quite scary. (laughs) They really are. But I get it. I get it. So, um, yeah, they're very scared of, and I've, I've been able over the years to kind of figure out why that that is happening. First of all, camera lenses don't look like people. Uh, you know, you might be someone who's really extroverted or a good salesperson when you're belly to belly with someone, but when you're looking into a camera, it's 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 not alive. Yeah, I, you can't feel the room, so to speak. You cannot you feel can't the room. Tell the audience, you know. Right, and and you're looking for most folks that probably haven't ever done it. How do you, how do you get somebody comfortable with that when you started in fifth grade? Well, it's it's really it's. It's, it really needs to fast forward to the time when I got here because when I arrived and in the mortgage business, a network of zero, um, I had about $1,000 maybe in my pocket when I came down here. But the thing that I had was a cell phone with a, with a camera on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And in 2015, it wasn't quite um, uh, widespread that loan officers were using video in their business to, to get attention on themselves, yep, to create right. an audience, to uh, go over the value of working with my company and all the great things that video can do. So I just started taking videos at that time. And to, to, to really, you gotta, the thing is you, I don't, I haven't figured out the, the, the absolute formula, how to get people to stop stopping themselves. There's a lot of psychological stuff that goes into that of, mm-hmm. of M, how do I look? Well, the thing what is, I that, sound like, yeah. you know, the future doesn't look like the past. 
and at this point in marketing, that's what you look like. That's what you sound yeah. like. Yes. Do it. Yeah. No, right. nobody cares what you look like. Actually, some people think that, Hey, you need to be really handsome to be on video. I actually want to tell you, some of us need to get a little uglier. People are, <laughs> don't relate to, 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 to beauty and they people that are, they want to see real people. People do not care what you look and how you sound like. And I've told agents, agents specifically, it would never stop you from going to a listing appointment because of how you look and how you sound. It's the same thing with video. You just, just like all things, we got to get outside of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm from the school of Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar's and these, yep. these guys. That's one of the reasons that I got here to Florida because I had to get outside of my comfort zone. And if you, you want a great business, you've got to get outside of your comfort zone. And if this is uncomfortable, these cameras, that's the one thing you need to start doing today hmm. is getting outside of the comfort zone. Lean into it a little bit. Yep lean into it, lean towards this camera, hit play and smile. And you know what? I always try to uh, tell people too, you, you don't, we talk about authenticity and whatnot with getting on video, but it's more, I am not exactly authentic when I get on camera because I, I'm kind of introverted and you wouldn't know that because I like to be at home thinking about philosophy, writing, being by myself. When I come onto a camera or on a podcast or something like that, I'm Ryan point two. So don't, don't, don't be yourself. Some, some of us don't want to show exactly all that we create are. Create that alter ego. Yeah. Get, uh, create something that's you plus, you know, mm -hmm. get when, before you put the camera on, get yourself energized, do some jumping jacks, you know, get, get yourself to mm -hmm. a place that, Hey, I really care about my business. I've heard all the things that Ryan has said and, uh, all, all these gurus and in, in the mortgage and loan officers have said all the conferences. I'm just, I'm just going to do this, but add a little extra, get your energy up, be yourself. Point two is what I, what I kind of tell people to do. Sure. Um, you know, it helps a lot. Talk to us a little <laughs> bit about why, Yes. why should I do video in the first place? We should do video because it used to be a very small portion of our marketing plans years ago. And we didn't have the ability to this, this phone right here, <laughs> And, and, and phones even two to three years older than this phone are better than the camera that was used to film oh, Star Wars, okay? So there's no excuses when it comes to equipment and the world advertisements, social media, all these things require video. It's not something that you can choose to do anymore. Just saying that I don't do video is going to be like people that said they didn't use the telephone years ago. And you say, oh, I don't right. do video. Like, what does that even mean? It's just that this is a necessity in your business to be able to uh, create the, the most potent form of sales that there's ever been is face to face. Nothing can mimic that and mm -hmm. on scale than video. Nothing is out there that can create a psychological proximity instead of physical proximity other than video. Yep. It's just, a, it's just a necessity to get your message out on a large scale. So what you're kind of saying is through that, through using the video, people are going to feel like they know you. Know, like, and trust. I mean, any sales one-on-one that you're going to go to, we're going to talk about people knowing you, liking you, and trusting you to be able to go forward with doing business and, and, and eventually closing a deal and hopefully fostering a relationship for years to come after that. Yeah, I mean, I think the important thing, too, is with the video, how much percentage-wise more do people see the video than a static post? And, you know, I know on Facebook, I believe it's at least ten, tenfold. Yeah. You know, so if you post something, you know, with your picture and the information, mm -hmm. that's going to get, you know, one out of 100, where your video might get 10 or 15 out of 100. Well, that segues kind of into one of the things I want to tell you about. I took some notes here. I want to tell you what posts actually last. Like, what is the shelf life for each different platform that we have? Cool. Twitter with text, awesome. you're looking at 18 minutes. 
You, you, need to, you need to get fame and get attention in 18 minutes. Not going to happen. Not to say not to use Twitter, but it's going to be like literally the last Very, on your list. Yep, yep. Instagram posts, you've got 18 to 19 hours to create some influence and get attention on that video or on that post, on that image, 18 to 19 hours after that. Nobody's searching back on your Instagram for 30 sure, days ago. Correct. So then you've got Facebook, you're looking at five to 24 hours, okay? And that's on an algorithm that is literally giving you 2% maybe of your even full friends list to be able to put those in front of that's the point that i want to bring up and you, you you've heard me talk about this you know mm -hmm. you you pull up an account you see somebody that has 300 friends yeah yeah and when you say two percent so how many people out of 300 are going to see that six it's a very, I mean, it's, very small it's, amount so that's the important thing of having a thousand two three all the way up to five thousand friends and i'm guessing you have pretty close to that Yes, I've experimented by getting getting rid of some of the fat, and then that was a bad idea. The algorithms actually promote those who have four thousand plus okay. friends. Yep. So you want to get that friends list up if you care about you know getting more attention on your videos. Okay. Um, so I have a little less than four thousand right now. I'm creeping on my way back up. So please uh, find me on Facebook and friend me. I need you. <laughs> so some tips back to that. So you've yeah. done a great job build, building those relationships mm -hmm. via Facebook. What are some tips for somebody that might only have two or 300 friends? Well, I didn't want to start at the tips on Facebook because there's two places I didn't get to okay. when it comes to moving through these social platforms. Sure. Go ahead. TikTok, which I know we've heard a lot about, and I actually kind of made fun of it at first. I did. because My a, daughter loves there's it. A lot, I, don't, I, shouldn't even, I shouldn't even move. Do it again. Uh, no, I'm not yeah. going to do it again. I know, <laughs> I know none of these dances, but it's not just dances. I thought it was just going to be a bunch of kids dancing. That's right. what it seemed like at first. Yeah. It is a powerful platform that you need to be using. I highly suggest if we're talking about video today, we need to be on TikTok. We're looking at an average of three weeks and as much as three months that you're able to continually have your content seen to be able wow. to then move people over to another place because I want to emphasize here today too I have to get this out it's not just about the video we've got to get used to doing the video but then we have to make sure that we've got people funneled over to a place where we can create them as our audience it means getting their information all the videos all these call to actions that we're going to have are to make sure that we've got someone that we can foster a relationship with and that means you have to keep their attention but also get their information so on TikTok, you've got this ability for up to three months to be able to be seen the the organic reach of TikTok is what facebook was in 2012. it really is a pay-to-play platform right now and one of the places that i want things to trickle down from starting with the next one youtube the search engines google youtube pinterest even these things are allowing up to three years four months of three years of evergreen material I would, if you're on a video journey, start with the search engines. That's where people are looking for loan officers, mm -hmm. looking for information mm -hmm. about the town. Have that long form piece of content on your YouTube, be able to be searched by Google, second largest search engine YouTube, and then put it on TikTok, and then trickle it down to the Facebook, the Instagrams, the Twitters, and all of that. But if we really wanna focus on video right now in 2021, YouTube, for loan officers, for real estate agents, and then TikTok as well. Okay. And, and then having uh, uh, all of those tied into one another, meaning having your bio, again, with uh, yeah, links. To be consistent. Yeah. How, how long of a TikTok video can you even make? I thought Three like minutes, okay. which, which is a, a, a plethora of time to be able to do things. I know some great loan officers that are using it, using that full three minutes to get information out there. They're doing a little dances too. TikTok requires, it really encourages people to, um, 
R&D, rip off and duplicate. It's encouraged. So <laughs> okay. yeah, you, you want to take what is trending, what is working mm -hmm. and make it your own. And okay. I want to encourage people to do that on every platform. So if we get a TikTok, you're the official dancer. Oh my God. Oh, I can. Hey, please. Um, come on, man. <laughs> hey, we need to make get, a TikTok. I'll work on that. We'll we'll get up here. <laughs> all right. So all, of all those platforms yes. and you say, start with YouTube and then TikTok. Absolutely. So what segment, what age groups typically are on, you know, the, like, we're, I'm the Facebook yeah, guy, right? Good so, question. You know, folks, folks my age, 50s, right? We're probably not on TikTok. We're mm -hmm. probably not on Instagram, a lot of us, right? We're on Facebook, right? And then, sure. you know, some of these newer platforms are the ones where the younger folks are migrating to. And my, like my kids aren't on Facebook. They were, right. you know, that's... Right. And th there is a certain demographic. And what is still the average age of loan officers now? When I was when I started, it was about 54. It's, about it's that still there. It's right here. So, so it hasn't yep. hasn't changed yep. right there. Um, now, Facebook, yeah, it is going to have uh, a large amount of consumers, but typically not the younger the younger mm -hmm. crowd. You would be quite surprised if you haven't been searching on TikTok that there are many what I call mature people on TikTok as well as the youth. <laughs> Those Thank are people you. your Thank you, age. Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. I, I'm a uh, um, approaching 40 here, but I tell you, there is a, a lot of room for all ages on TikTok and certainly YouTube, which is really the place that, and I'm going to give you some tips of exactly what videos you need to be doing Boom. as agents and whatnot that are going to convert leads. These are, these have been analyzed and okay. I also want to give you some, make sure we do this, some hooks that first three to five seconds that I've analyzed 900 different videos and have seen these hooks get people to pay attention to your content. And it's that first three to five seconds that really make a difference. But okay. don't don't be afraid because you're of a certain age.